of player one on sin i am a lenny and on today's episode i'm joined by jay say hi to the people jay hello people <laughs> and connor our ep say hey connor hey 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 i'm back he's Welcome back. back and he's ready to boogie because we've got some awesome news coming up we had lots of awesome trailers and news being released for lots of games which we'll get into a bit later but before we do, I'm going to let you all know where you can find us on our socials. Because if you head to at Player One Sin, you'll find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can find some awesome podcast episodes on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, at Player One. And you can also find some great written content written by all of us on the Player One team at sin.org.au. And before we head into our rapid fire news and releases, we're going to head into our first song for the night. And this one is off the Sweet 16 playlist. It is Surrender by Your Girl Foe. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. And that was Surrender by Your Girl Foe off the Sweet 16 playlist. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. So if you guys are happy, I think I might head into the rapid fire news myself for today go for yeah, it i yeah, like it take the initiative amazing so first off we've got multiple cs go coaches used a spectator bug to cheat in tournaments which of course trust always <laughs> um a new teaser video from navita shows off what cyberpunk 2077 will look like with the new um video card which is very exciting um, I'm so excited if Cyberpunk ever gets released. Who knows? That's a whole other issue. Um, <laughs> some sad news for some PlayStation fans. The PS5 won't be backward compatible with PS3, PS2, or PS1. On, um, and this was reported by Ubisoft, which kind of we- is like a second knife in the back, really. Well, let's be honest. I don't trust Ubisoft to do my washing, let alone yeah, yeah. give me rumours. But... Yeah, I, I was already going to buy this. I was already putting my money towards the Series X. This pretty much just confirms it if it, if it happens to be true. I had this insane opinion that I is completely real. You should don't don't like don't don't call me like oh you know uh, just get a PC and like <laughs> I, I swear because I was thinking about it with my mates. I was like the only good games that come out of console are always PS4 exclusives. I mean even Halo is on PC now. And then I said, but give it a couple of years and they come out on PC anyway, like Red Dead Redemption or, or like God of War. We just wait, just simmer. And then you can play Jay, it on- But Jay, here's the thing. As someone who was a retro gamer at heart and hoped that the PS5 was backwards compatible with everything, how am I going to play my entire PS1 library? I, 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 like that was my, I had the same issue. I told him, I, he said, what Xbox have you owned? I said, only the first one. I've never gone past Xbox. What? And, yeah. 
And you know what? Well, I've got the Xbox 360, but that was just to play like, you know, cult classics that came out with that. But, yeah, of course. But my main one was the main Xbox. It had Vice City. It had GTA Vice City. It had like, it had, it had amazing. It had amazing things. And I, that, like, I, I agree that I would rather go back to those consoles than even worry about backwards compatible. I would rather play the PlayStation 1 than the PlayStation 5. That was just it, the, that was the goal. Yeah, that, that that would be that would be my dream to play PS One games on the PS Five. But oh yeah, I was gonna, uh, like, I don't know. I think I might just go with the Series X because that's what Game Pass. That's fair. Yeah, Game Pass. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, Connor. This has definitely sort of solidified me getting an Xbox. I think. Um, but some interesting news coming from Marvel's um, Avengers. So the Battle Pass system won't require you to spend any real-world money, which... Yes, but this game looks like a dumpster fire. I think <laughs> this game's going to be crap. I'm excited for it. Now that I know that I won't be just unloading oh, all my money into it. Come on, a full-price game with microtransactions already into it? Like, come on. Yeah, okay, look. This, um. this game's a glorified beat-em-up. I'm just going to say it. Wow. Nice. It's going to be a glorified beat-em-up. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, <laughs> but, but they're usually the sorts of games that just take my money without even realising. Um, I'm going to do it, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 2v1, I like this. All right, Jay and I will be hanging out <laughs> playing it, and Connor, you'll be missing out. We'll be spending our money on Marvel again. Like exactly. every other movie. <laughs> yeah, all the money going towards Disney, always. Um, but um, some more news, Dead by Daylight is coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X, and all versions will be upgraded. That's some exciting news. That's cool. I like that. Yeah, my... they're getting a graphical update. It's going to be sick. My question is, will it be a free upgrade? Yeah. Oh, free upgrade? Sick. That's get, very gonna, good. Yeah, they release a new killer, which you'll have to pay for DLC, but the yeah, graphical yeah, yeah, update... That's is like insane they're changing everything nothing like they're changing there's a thing called killer shack they're changing killer shack to look different they're changing the way pallets look they're giving like maps they're giving maps redesigns they're making okay. them smaller so that it's easier for killers to get kills so the game doesn't prolong interesting yeah, yeah like I, that that's kind of cool i love dead by daylight and like the, they're really supporting the game like really well yeah I, I hate I that. Love I love that. It. I love that. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. Well, um, speaking of upgrades, and this news makes me very excited, um, there have been even more rumours surrounding this Mass Effect trilogy remake. Um, and a nice. journalist whose name I can't remember at this point in time actually went on record to say that he has spoken to EA and they have confirmed um, that there is a... Um, trilogy remaster in the works apparently originally scheduled to be released in october but with covid that might get delayed um but that makes me very excited mass effect's one of my favorite trilogies so i'm curious to see if it's just sort of like a graphics overhaul if we do get some updated gameplay because i think the first one would definitely need it otherwise it would be a bit of a disaster um (laughs) better ending yeah Yes, just could you imagine if they remaster it and just completely change the ending? That would be so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's exciting. And then finally, our last bit of news is that Mortal Kombat's Ed Boon is promising a tease for something. <laughs> yeah. Mm, as a Mortal Kombat fan, this interests me. 
Yeah, he just tweeted saying this is a there's a teaser, and everyone was like, "What teasing? What?" He just said tease, haha. <laughs> no, he was just like, haha. He just did like a Nelson months. Yeah, basically. Like, and I'd laugh if that's just it. The, the, the teaser was the tweet saying there's a teaser. That would yes. be amazing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That would be so good. Um, but that's all our news. Jay, did you want to get your get your game on and hit us through <sighs> the rapid fire releases? You are the right. connoisseur of this. All right, that's what I'm here for. Exactly. Um, let's let's okay. <sighs> rapid fire releases, guys. Spellbreak PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, September 3rd. WRCP9, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, September 3rd. Dora Von Story of Seasons, PlayStation 4, September 4th. Marvel Avengers, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Stadia, PC, September 4th. NBA 2K21, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, September 4th. Paradise Killer, Switch, PC, September 4th. Tony Hawk's Pro Sailor 1 and 2, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, September 4th. Kingdom of Amateur, Re-Reckoning, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, September 8th. Necromunda, Underhive Wars, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, September 8th. Okono Car Madness, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, September 8th, Star Renegades, PC, September 8th, The Sims 4, Star Wars, Journey to the Batuu, Game Pack, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, September 8th, The Outer Worlds, Parallel Gorgon, DLC, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, September 9th. Breathe. I messed up at the beginning, guys. You yeah, did. But you brought I'm very it home disappointed. You brought it home at the end. You ended on a high note. That was Thank good you. effort. Um, a lot of big releases. Like, yeah. I can get behind it. Um, yeah, Marvel's Avengers, I've just said, is a glorified beat-em-up, and I love that it's coming to Stadia. Because <laughs> it's the only game coming to Stadia. I love how every time, every time we mention a game on Stadia, we're like, oh yeah, Stadia's a thing. I, for- I completely forgot. <laughs> Watch it be what? like the best-selling game for the Stadia. It'll yeah, just, no, yeah. <laughs> it'll just make all of the money. <laughs> Uh, I believe probably like I think the best well the best selling game on Stadia is Destiny 2 and that was just because if you ordered the Founders Edition it was a pack-in title. It's free now, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, But yeah, I mean I'm excited for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. That's I'm so keen. That's my childhood right now. I really think that's going to be the biggest release of the week. Yeah, yeah probably. definitely. Like, it, it's one that's going to appeal to both people chasing nostalgia and people wanting to introduce themselves to the Tony Hawk franchise. Oh! Given, I was given the, confused. Mm-hmm. My bad. I, I thought there was a Star Wars game coming out. It's not. There's a Sims game coming out. <laughs> it's, it's just Star a, Wars. It's, <laughs> it's just DLC. It's the Sims for Star Wars. I was so confused. I was like, Star Wars, Journey to Batuu. Nice. Can't wait for that to come out. And then I looked to the left of it, the Sims. <laughs> ah, right. Just what the Sims needs. More DLC instead of just a brand new game. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, no. it's, it's just like GTA 5 all over again. It's just <laughs> basically, you know, the Sims 4, GTA 5, they're basically the same game, guys. Let's be real. <laughs> A triple A studio just doing the same thing as Sims. Exactly. <laughs> just triple A studios, man. Like Kingdom of Kingdoms of Armalore was an interesting one because that had an in, that had a funny story with it about the um developer. That was that was a great one where they um they got money from the gov from uh lo- from a local government in the US and they realized, hey, 
we wasted our money on this. Let's sue this guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, oh, it was boy. pretty funny. And the Outer Worlds DLC. I love the Outer Worlds, so I'm ready to jump to on this. It's really good. You got to get around Royale, it. It's a isn't it? No, it's uh, it's like a it's a Fallout game essentially. Oh, Just not Fallout. Yeah, it's really okay. good. It is fantastic. Right. It's awesome. I'll check it out. Oh, it's it's fantastic game. But uh, Lenny, what's our next song? Uh, that is a great question, Connor. Our next <laughs> song is also from the Sweet Sixteen playlist, and it is called Atsu, and it's by Elmo Ayama. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. And that was Atsu by Elmo Ayama, and that was from the Sweet Sixteen playlist. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. Um, guys, what what have you been playing this week? Let me know what you've been playing. Who's who's oh, going up to bat? I'll go first. Right, I'll go, go first. Connor. I'll take this one. Um, God, in in my week off, it it allowed me to catch up with a lot of games that I had been wanting to. Yeah, not not necessarily finish, but get close to. Um, I'm at the very end of Deadly Premonition 2. I've nearly finished it. Um, nice. I will, I will say, though I enjoy the game, I definitely think this is a inferior sequel. I think the original Deadly Premonition was the better Shots game. Shots fired. Yeah. Oof. It's... I love I, I love Deadly Premonition 2. It's stupid, it's wacky, it's creepy, it has it's confusing, the voice acting is awful, but in the great like in the best way possible. Yeah, basically it's like deadly, the first one. It's yeah. <laughs> it's Deadly Premonition, but it doesn't feel it just doesn't have the same feel that I believe the first one hit. Um, Damn. not a the, gra- the game runs like absolute garbage, but it's still an enjoyable game. I, I still like Deadly Premonition 2. I'm nearly at the end of that, and um, that's been really good. I finished off Doom 3. I beat that last week on my week off, and that was really good. Really, really good. I highly recommend it. Um, you know, it's a different style of Doom game, and it's it, it pulls it off really well. Um and then recently, I have been playing um, with my partner, um, Monster Prom, um, on the Switch, which is essentially a dating sim, yeah. which both me and my partner play online multiplayer, so we're trying to go for the same monster Who'd to you go choose? to prom with us. Um, we always go with um, Damien, I think, the, the, the demon dude. Oh, yeah. The one that's like, you know, do everything crazy. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that the path leads boy. to him. The bad boy, yeah. yeah. So nah, we, have, we have a lot of fun with that. We have a lot of fun. We're trying to get all the endings. Um, oh, there have yeah. been several, several times where we have both thought we were, we were gonna, we were gonna ask him to prom. It was gonna be great. No, nah, just get rejected. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Really, That's like it's actual, really good. It's, it's a fun couple game. goals, like the ultimate couple goals. Like honestly. <laughs> And then finally, I have been playing a ton of Overwatch on Switch. Oh wow! Um, I have been perfecting uh, Roadhog, and whenever I get the chance, playing as playing as Ash. I've been okay. super excited to play as Ash every time. Um, I'm really getting. I, I definitely prefer being a tank 
just because you're mostly going to get games as tank or support. You rarely get to play as attack so, or as um, damage. Yeah, so, DPS. Never. Yeah. Like, you got to wait, like, maybe upwards of 10 minutes just to play a single game as, yeah. as damage. So you're going to be a tank. I go Roadhog. Roadhog's my main guy. Um, I've also been experimenting with Ariza. Um, nice. trying to you know try with different heroes. Um, terrible. I tried Reinhardt, but I'm absolutely god awful at Reinhardt. Uh-huh. Um, Have you tried Zarya? I haven't. No, no. If you, you want to be annoying, do Hammond. He's the wrecking, <laughs> wrecking ball. I love him. Oh god, don't get me. Oh, I freaking hate that hamster. Yeah, I, I, I love playing wrecking ball. It's annoying and fun. I hate wrecking ball because so. it's my style. <laughs> I always make. I always try to um, hook. Um, the ha- that hamster and pull it so I can just get the kill shot <laughs> just to stop annoying me. But um, that's everything I've been playing. What are you guys? What about you guys? What have you guys been playing? Who wants to go first? Um, I'll take it away because I really actually haven't been playing that many video games this past week. Um, <laughs> I've finally finished The Witcher 3, my replaying it for like the 40th time. Didn't change and, anything? Well... Actually, uh, what I was very proud of myself. I changed the ending because my favorite ending wow. is always. I know, right? I was talk about some character development. Um, because I always pick, you know, Siri becomes a Witcher. I just love yeah. that ending. But I was like, you know what? We're gonna make her the Empress, which I wanted to kill her off. That was like my original. I wanted this ending to be like the really sad, like upset Geralt, but. I just couldn't bring myself to do it. So I thought, all right, <laughs> honestly, this whole time. Um, and he's still, you know, Geralt still ended up with Yennefer. So I didn't change that either. But Ciri's chilling out as an empress. And now I've just started um, the Blood and Wine DLC again. Yes, love um, the Blood and Wine DLC. Yes, which I'm replaying it. I've forgotten how, like, fantastic that DLC is. It's basically, like, its own game in itself. Um which is awesome. Like you just CD Project Red, they can do no wrong really. Um, and then other than that, I've just been hanging out and playing some Black Ops Two every now and then. Just always on the zombie grind. Whenever I'm bored, I just pop that disc in and just mow down some zombies on the town map. Always. That's nice. That's all I've been doing. What about you, Jay? What have you been playing? Well, uh, you know, as per usual, Stardew Valley. Uh, <laughs> just, like just, just to change it up get around it I love that's, it yeah, I, know, I know thank you thank you thank you Connor uh, just to change it up I've been playing more Stardew Valley yeah uh, but I funny enough last week had this whole thing about oh I can't get Penny to marry me it happened guys thank you happily married uh, congratulations thank you. Mad, mad invite mad invite I'm sorry I'm sorry it was uh, Corona I couldn't, couldn't do anything about it. My bad. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. so Stardew Valley, I haven't played Dead by Daylight in months, but I retried it. I streamed it yesterday and it was just as bad as it always was. Like just toxic killers and du- face camping and, and trying to do strats that are dumb and failing. That was fun. Rocket League, because that's what I do in my spare time when I've got nothing else to do and I'm not in the mood for Stardew Valley. Four guys because it's four guys. Everyone's playing four guys. Of course. I'm 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 not. Yeah, I'm not oh, either actually. Dude, I, actually <laughs> love, dude, I actually love the song. It's so good. 
Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Zombies, not Black Ops 2. Oh, it came out. It's on PC, so I bought it on PC and I've been playing it with the boys. Yeah. Uh, and one other game, which was fun because I don't know if you guys can judge what type of person I am, but it's not a it's not a fun one to play co op games with. That's for sure. And so oh. I was playing Portal Two with my uh, oh, friend God. Oh, boy. for a couple of years now, and uh, we were playing Portal Two, and uh, he was just not having a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you still friends? Is this like the end of the friendship? No, no, I don't. You know what? I think that ended a while ago. Uh, <laughs> but I think the I think the real the big the final shovel in the dirt was playing Portal Two with me, and just realizing how much of a shitty shitty teammate I can be. <laughs> oh no! Well done, Jay. Well done. You've just just ruined a poor boy's life by, yeah. by Portal Two. Remind me to never play any co-op games with you in the future. I solved all the puzzles, but he, he didn't know how to solve the puzzles. I just had fun with him along the way. With him. Okay. Hmm. Had fun at his expense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, That's what I, yeah. It sounds like you were playing a co-op game, but just being like your own, your own team. Yeah, it was a single player co-op game. Of course. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we shall head into our next song for the night. And this one is by the Fantasy Guys, and it is a song called Jazzy Kisses. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. And that was Jazzy Kisses by Fantasy Guys, and you're listening to Player One on Sin. And now I think it's time to head into all of the new sort of shows and, um, you know, showcases we really got this week. The first one... It never ends. (laughs) It does never end. Well, Nintendo never fail to deliver us with little mini showcases. Um, and yeah, what do you think of this showcase, guys? <laughs> this sucked. Yeah. I'm sorry. I hated this right so much. <laughs> like, yeah. I l- okay. So I'm, for me, I think it just sucked from my end because I, I felt like there was just nothing that appealed to me which is fair. Not every presentation is going to be like, it is a game that you're going to like. I get that. But God damn, was any of this really worth a whole direct? A, or even a mini. Like, come on. Like, okay, let's just start from the top here. Um, just Dance 20. Yeah! Yes! I was, that was the Dude. highlight of this yes. whole direct for me. I, you don't understand how much I actually genuinely, not as a joke, love the Just Dance series. No, same. And, like, this one, the soundtrack is going to be so lit. Like, when, yes! I saw, when I saw, like, Lizzo on there and, like, some Dua Lipa, I was like, this is how I'm spending, like, my summer, guys, in lockdown, learning the dance to Juice by Lizzo. Good workout. Yeah, exactly. I, I have no comments. Um, next up, we <laughs> yeah, have... That was not the reaction Connor was hoping. He was, like, waiting for us to be like, yeah, that's." I was sucks. just waiting for you guys just to crap all over it. Just dance, just guys. Us, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have World of Changes Blitz. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Me. <laughs> cool. <laughs> like, that's, that's fine. Um, I don't like it nor hate it. Like, eh. Yeah. Um, Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Um, we have a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game. I do not care, yeah. and I do not like the Kingdom Hearts series. Um, that is my own personal taste. Ouch. 
Um, what really, what I really don't like about it is that this is a spin-off game, yet they are charging full price <laughs> for this game. If you go on the Switch bucks. eShop, uh. if if you go on the Switch eShop, it will it's it's absolutely just staggering, like how much this costs, oh, and it's so it's so unnecessary. I I don't understand the costs. I don't understand why. Um, it will be coming out in November. Next up is probably the highlight for me, uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. I like Puyo Puyo Tetris. Mm. I like Tetris. Yeah. Like, that, that was my highlight. <laughs> it's, it's sad to say that my highlight was Puyo Puyo Tetris 2. Um, next up, we have a, another rhythm game called Taiko no Tatsujin Rhythmic Adventure Pack. I think this is... Um, yeah, I've never heard of this. I've never played any of these. So. What? They're pretty fun. They, well... I played one, but that's just because it was a cult classic and everyone was making memes about it and everyone was like, look at this. But I wouldn't play um, this one. The next up, however, is probably the biggest pile of crap because it <laughs> looks like a big pile of crap. Um, big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions. This, okay, this game does not come out till next year, so that maybe might excuse the... The, the, the lackluster art style, if you will. Um, this looks like crap. I do not like this. <laughs> um, there, am, I, there is... am I the only one who didn't actually think it looked that bad? Like, it didn't look I great. I thought it looked horrible. But it I'm indifferent. Looked, it kind of looked fun. Like, hearing, like, the Rocky music got <laughs> me excited. Like, I was popping off just for the... That's fair. That's fair. I would have preferred it to be a more realistic style. Ooh, like give me like nice. a fight give me like a fight night version of this. Okay. Like give me like an actual boxing game because the last good boxing game there ever has been was Fight Night Round 4. Punch it out. Realistic boxing game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> realistic boxing game. Fight night round four. Um I don't understand why they don't go for that kind of the style like i just think it looks like crap and i don't i'm not sure if this is just because it's on the switch um i don't know if this is going to be out on any other console but for me this i can't get behind this i don't i like rocky but this just doesn't scream like this Good. looks just like a low budget boxing game that's basically what it is it really is and i don't <laughs> like that yeah. Um, yeah. Next up, we have Jump Force Deluxe. Yeah. Jay, Sorry. can you add more to this? I don't know. Yeah, that's my wallpaper. Force. That's my desktop wallpaper. It's it's Naruto, uh, Luffy, and Goku sitting there all cool. It's just like every weeb's wet dream. It's like, what if every? Yeah, it's like what if Infinity War happened but anime? Huh? <laughs> no, I, I'm, that's actually a pretty accurate description. I'm yeah. really excited. It looks really good. Like. I'm, I'm that's gold. I, I just, I just love that description. That's that should the best be like, that should be how they advertise the game. I think. <laughs> you, I think you should, you should Every weave's wet dream. Exactly. <laughs> um, next up, we have um, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. I know nothing about Final Fantasy, so. Oh, that's fair. Well, that's fair. It's, it's a good drill. It started off good and then slowly devolved into just crap. Okay, fair, yeah. fair. <laughs> fair um, yeah. Next up. 
a collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend. It looks like they've just ported a bunch of um, Game Boy titles. first ones, yeah. They knew which ones were good. (laughs) (laughs) Then we also have Captain Tsubasa, Rise of New Champions. This looks like anime soccer, and I've got nothing against that. I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. It's a good anime. I'm keen it's a, Yeah, it's a game adaption of an anime that's already out, and it's a, ah, it's a good anime. Okay. Um, then we have some DLC for Minecraft Dungeons. Cool. Um, <laughs> next up, we have uh, Fuser, which looks like the second coming of Guitar, or not Guitar Hero, but DJ Hero. Yeah, I forgot that game existed. You said the second coming, and I went, oh yeah, DJ Hero existed. Wasn't that a thing? I owned the, yeah, the, yeah. the DJ box. It, it was a thing, and I don't think anyone needed it to be brought back to life. Um, Not really. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I don't know. It I looks like, fun. I've, I like the music line. Yeah. Like, I don't, I'm not going to hate on this, because, like, I actually do think there is some quality behind it. Whoa. Oh, Jay, Jay's just... He's, so he's this is amazing songs. Like, yeah, Don't Fear the Reaper. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, they've got Born This Way, Lady Gaga, Old Town Road, Good As Hell by Lizzo, Party Rock Anthem, Better Now with Post Malone. Oh, that's actually a great lineup. Yeah, and you can... I, I could get around that. I don't know if you, if you guys noticed this, but I felt like this whole mini direct was like, just like a musical direct. Yeah. Did you get <laughs> it that? It really was. Nintendo Direct, the musical. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally what it should have been called. The whole time, I like kept double-checking what the direct was called, because I was like, maybe I missed like some announcement that it was yeah. all musical games, but, but I enjoyed it. But, like, here's the thing. The last Nintendo Direct Mini, which we also covered, um, there was at least one big announcement with Shin Megami Tensei Five with a remaster of Shin Megami Tensei Three. Granted, I'm no Shin Megami Tensei fan, but like for a lot of people, a that was a, yeah. that was a big announcement. Yeah, this wasn't like I'm. Just, I was just sort of looking like that's it. Like not even like I was hoping that from this we would get the announcement of Doom Eternal on Switch. That's what I was hoping. But my da- my 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 um. My dreams were dashed almost in an instant. <laughs> Crushed in front of you. Yeah, pretty much. And it was just like, that's it? Aww. Like, really? Poor Connor. Like, okay, like... And the like-to-dislike ratio <laughs> on YouTube is definitely not great. Nice. Yeah, the, the people have spoken. But hey... If there's one thing to come out of this, it's that Jay and I will be booging out to just to dance. just dance. Heck yeah! Yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll just, I'll just still be here waiting. When when the COVID like stage four is gone, we have a sin just dance get together. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> that sounds I amazing. Wish. But Eleni, what do we got coming up next? Yeah, we've got an awesome song coming up next, Connor. It is Blizzard and Paradise by Burbank. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. And that was Blizzard and Paradise by Burbank. You're listening to Player One on Sin. And the discussion of some cool game showcases continues. This one, probably more exciting than... um, I I had an active interest in this one. Yeah. I had a very active interest in this because they were highlighting a bunch of indie titles this was the future game show that was hosted by Games Radar, and 
You know what? I've actually really enjoyed these shows because for a good portion of it, it's just games. And that's what I, that's what I come to see every time. And I've got a list here of games that were presented on that show. First off, got Die by the Blade, which is an intense close quarters combat game, which is essentially a one-on-one sword fighting game where basically you, you pretty much die in one hit. It looks really cool. It looks super realistic. I dig it so much. Like, what a badass I love the name. idea. Yeah, the oh, Die I, by I the it. Blade. Oh the, my gosh. The design's really cool. I, I watched the showcase and I was nice. like, this is a cool, this is a cool design. I like this. Now, one of the ones that caught me, um, I wouldn't say by surprise, but it definitely caught my interest, was uh, Bullets Per Minute. This is a rhythm-based action action game, rather, which essentially it's Cadence of Hyrule or Crypt of the Necrodancer mixed with Doom, essentially. That's kind of the style that they're going for. Um, similar to another game that was revealed earlier this year, Hellraiser, I believe it was called, which that game looks freaking awesome. This one looks freaking awesome. I'm really excited to see that they're, we're getting more shooters like this where you're killing everything to the beat of metal. I think that's really dope. I'm really excited yeah. about this one. This was one of that. This was one of the highlights for me. I wish it was coming to the Switch. I wish all these games. Were coming to the Switch. Of course. Um, next up, we have Quantum Error, which is going to be a uh, PS5 game, and it's a first-person horror game where you play as a fireman. It that's awesome. Freaking scary. It does. That's. I was about to say. I was. I was like, oh, this is a genuinely scary game. It's really cool. I really dig it. I get, once again, playing, recently playing Doom 3, which in some cases it's sort of considered either action horror, survival horror, or even just horror in general. Um, I love the use of lighting in this. I'm really excited about it. It's really intriguing. And I think this may be one of the... If I were to get a PS5, this is definitely a game that I would look at. Um, next up, we have Lord of the Rings Gollum, which... Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm so cool. keen. We mentioned this. I'm, so, I'm also extremely keen. Yeah. I think Jay and I were definitely vibing out um, before about this game. So seeing, like, some, you know... Um, initial footage and having one of the, I think it was one of like the producers narrating about the game. Um, this just looks awesome. Like it just looks so like original and fresh. And obviously we've seen, you know, big success with Lord of the Rings video games. Like we had the, you know, like shadow of Mordor and stuff. Um, but I'm really excited. This game just looks like something I feel like we've never seen before. So I'm keen as. Next up, we have a song of horror, which is a cult hit horror game which it's been on PC, but it is coming to consoles. Um, I know nothing about this game. This one didn't really catch me off guard, but I like horror games, so give me more horror games. That's, that's kind of all I'm going to say that's, about it. That's fair. <laughs> Next up, we have Love, which is a puzzle adventure set in an apartment building filled, filled with powerful human stories and what's not to love about love. Literally nothing. So, yeah. yeah. Like, There's nothing wrong with it. A game that didn't personally catch my eye. Um, oh. he, we have um, 
another game called Small Land, which is going to be in the same vein as um, Grounded. So Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Simulator. This looks like nice. another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Simulator. That, this will be coming next year for consoles and PC. I think it looks great. I love the idea of literally being shrunk and being forced to live and survive in this environment where everything that looks small to us is now giant. Like, yeah. I love that concept. Yeah, you, like you can't go wrong. Yeah. My favourite movie. <laughs> oh, love, boy. love that. Yes, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Simulator. Uh, next up is Sable, an open-world exploration game, w- which, cool. That, that's, that's kind of all I've got to say on that one. Wow. Right. Um, yeah, like, it doesn't really intrigue me, to be honest. I don't no, know. That's fair, it's fair. Um, next up, we have Puyo Puyo Tetris 2, which we've already yep. talked about. Um, Mafia Definitive Edition got a first little bit of a look at, and um, we have a Mafia 2 Remastered review. Please go check that out on the Player One podcast, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Omni. Um, Lachlan did that review. It was a very good review. Um, this is the original Mafia game, not the sequel. This will be coming out September 25th for PC and consoles. Next up, we have The Survivalist, which is basically a different take on The Escapist, if anyone's played that series. I haven't, but I've heard good things about it. This is a continuation of that. Except now you're playing Lost. It's good. I just love how you instantly got that, Jay. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good way to put it. And then we have uh, Lindis Gate, which looks like The Outer Worlds. Oh. Well, it looks like it, The yeah. Outer Worlds. Yeah, it actually does. That's, that's a I very love the aesthetic person. style of it. And then next up, Jay. Okay. Okay. What? Yes. This is the one that caught me off guard straight away. Go. So... You and I, Jay, are big fans of Stardew Valley. Hell yeah. Now, this, this is really... Okay, this game is called Monster Harvest. And essentially, when I was looking at this, I couldn't (laughs) help but notice that the assets look exactly the same. Hold on a minute. (laughs) Okay, from the, the screenshot I have here. Okay, the houses look the exact same as in Stardew Valley. Yep. The bottom uh, menu for items that you have, so tools and all that, look exactly... Yeah, the HUD, thank you. Um, look exactly the same. The grass looks exactly the same. The trees look exactly the same. It... it I don't Uncanny. know what... Yeah, yeah. It, it's the same assets completely. I don't know if they've gotten... Like, I don't know if they've gotten the, like the right season. I don't know how it works, but I'm just sort of, I was just really taken aback. I'm like, hold on a second. This game looks like Stardew Valley. Hold on a second. Those houses look familiar. <laughs> Even the logo house. of the game on Steam advertising was the exact same like stylized version of Stardew Valley with the, with the board and the outline of the logo. Like, I, I was just in utter shock. Like, and here's the thing, this is actually going to be a good game. Like, I'll pick it up for sure. <laughs> but, it, oh, I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Um, next up, we have what looks like a, um, a ripoff of Rocket League called Mini Motor Racing X <laughs> for Switch. Like that. Cool, cool fam. Like, 
That's that's all I've got to say for that. Um, next up, like there's there's a lot more than I thought there would be. So we'll try yeah. and go through a good portion of these as quickly as we can. Next up, uh, Chinatown Detective Agency. This I'm a big I love detective games, so I'm ready for this. I think this looks pretty dope. Yeah. Like I'm I'm just waiting for the next LA Noir to eventually come out. Yes, very good game. Very good. I would, game. I would um, like a new LA Noir. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, more stuff on Marvel's Avengers. Cool. Um, more stuff on Watch Dogs Legion. Cool. This is a game that I also really like. Epic Chef. It is yes. about being the best chef ever, and I freaking this is awesome. I'm ready to play this. Um, I was ready. More, more stuff on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Nice. Like, oh my god, there is, there's, there's a ton, and then, like, there's, there's a lot. You, there's, you can pet your dog VR, or you can pet the dog VR. So just basically petting a dog, but in virtual reality. Um, we got more gameplay on Crash Four with the flashback tapes. So essentially. They're, they're a throwback to the death routes from Crash 2 and 3. So I am both excited and terrified because this game may kill me. Why is it going to kill you? Because I have a feeling I am going to get extremely frustrated because of Crash Bandicoot. Just, it looks terrifying and it looks very difficult. So I'm just like, oh man, this is not going to be great. Um, next up, we have uh, more more gameplay on Serious Sam 4, which is, I didn't, like, I, I'm a familiar with the Serious Sam series. I actually didn't know that they were bringing it back. Um, a new Sherlock Holmes game is coming out. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the Sherlock Holmes games. I think yeah. they're very good. The, the, the ones done by Frogwares, um, it'll be returning as Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1, where you play Sherlock Holmes in his very first case. That is awesome. You actually get to see the origins. That's cool. Yeah. And then next up, we have a VR point-and-click game, uh, Sam and Max, the return of the Sam and Max series. Wait. Uh, Wait, yes. is that... No, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. VR, wait. Yeah, it's oh a VR game. Oh my god, yeah. The Sam and Max you're thinking classic. of, Jay. Yep, it'll be coming back in VR form. Those games are fun. Oh, oh my god, there was so much fun, witty dialogue in those games. So, that was pretty much all the stuff that What's intrigued the me, to an extent. There was so many games in this. And I forgot how many there were because there were, this was like a nearly, this was like just over two hours, the presentation. So I was like, oh my Lord, I, I forgot how many games there were, but I'm excited. I want to play the, the ripoff Stardew Valley. Yeah, like <laughs> imagine a, a, a direct giving us actual games for once. That's insane. Oh my God, right? But well, yeah. That, it's like, this isn't all of them. There is a ton more. I highly recommend go checking out the show. Um, it, this, is, uh, this is from Games Radar. Really good stuff. And uh, we're going to go into our next song. Well, our next song is a classic, if I do say so myself. Um, it is Hello Goodbye by The Beatles, and you are listening to Player One on Sin. 
And that was Hello Goodbye by The Beatles. You're listening to Play One on Sin. And now we have even more trailers to discuss. I feel like this episode... Down! It is the episode of trailers, I believe. There's so many! My god, alright. So we had had Gamescom, which it's one of the more highly anticipated events throughout the year. Um... Like, it was a lot. And I'm going to start off with the one thing that I cared the most about. And that was the Doom Eternal DLC. Of course. The, oh, I got so freaking hype. <laughs> I, Doom Eternal is my favorite first-person shooter of all time at this point. This is no different. Like, I'm really excited. One of the things that I think I was most, not concerned, not necessarily concerned, but rather, I don't know, I was nervous, was to see how they would go with a new composer. Um, from listening to the music in the, in the DLC trailer reveal, I can definitely say that the they've made the right choice uh, because obviously Mick Gordon was the composer for Doom and Doom Eternal. Um, there was a bit of a an issue with him and Bethesda or and its software back in April, and I guess my concerns were okay, how for whoever is going to take over the composer duties for the DLC, how are they going to live up to Mick Gordon's work? Um, they. The guy did it. I don't remember the name, but goddamn, it was good. It was heavy. <laughs> it was intense. Like it was everything that I wanted in Doom. So I am. I'm ready. I'm ready for it because it will be enough to tide me over till the um, till Do- till Doom Eternal on Switch comes out. Like that is that's my biggest one. That's my biggest like hype. Hype thing from Gamescom the opening night was to see the hey, Doom Eternal: The Ancient Gods Part One is coming out. That that was my biggest one, and I, I guess one of the other one one of the highlights for me was Little Nightmares Two got a release date. Um, I'm I liked Little Nightmares. I played that and I really enjoyed it. It's like a horror platformer, if you will, like a stealth platformer. That'll be coming out February next year. I'm definitely going to pick it up on the Switch. Um, was there anything from you guys that kind of intrigued your interest or piqued your interest rather? Um, well, I, I'm a huge fan of any sort of Lego game ever. Um, so the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker, um, saga, I got really excited for that. I just find all the Lego games hilarious. Um, I just think they're so fun. Like Lord of the Rings, all of the like superhero ones, they're so much fun. Um, so I definitely like popped off for that. Um, but one thing, this is something I wasn't excited about, I was just very confused by this, was the, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the bridge constructor game, the Walking Dead based bridge constructor game. Oh, yes. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah, me me neither. Um, yeah, I, I just saw that and I was just quite flabbergasted. I rewatched it like three times because I was like why who who decided to make this game um, 
so that was kind of a bit of a a pause moment for me but um i mean there were definitely some cool announcements but yeah i think think for me definitely lego star wars was like my ultimate moment we got a look at dragon age behind the scenes yeah we did so there's some excitement there for any dragon age fans um as i said Mm. little nightmares 2 that's that's hype um, I know, yeah, the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, that was um, de- that was going to be delayed for the foreseeable future, which is a shame because I, I, do, I do too enjoy the Lego games, but really yep. I've only played um, Star Wars Lego 2, Indiana Jones Lego. Yep. Yeah, Indiana Jones Lego. That is, that's a good one. And the yeah. Batman Lego one I play. Yes. I didn't even play that, actually. I think it might have been just those two. Um, Did you get the Lego Lego Star Wars: The Complete Saga? Went on sale no. on Steam for like five bucks. Oh, amazing! No, yeah, no. I bought it immediately. <laughs> um, like, oh, I'm just scanning through, and like for me, once again, besides like Doom Eternal, there wasn't too much. Like Season Two of Fall Guys. I know Kerbal you're excited Space for that program. I was excited for that. I um, loved the first hmm. one. Oh, oh, here we go. Here's an oddity. Here's a great oddity. Uh, the Medal of Honor series is making its return. Woo! Woo! It, the name as a VR game. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, not really, what I, not really what I think any of the fans wanted. Yeah. But I didn't know that there were still Medal of Honor fans. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I feel like any any fans that that are remaining probably didn't really want this type of announcement. I feel like this probably didn't win over or win back In any fairness, of their fans. I don't think people who were fans of Half Life wanted a Half Life VR game, but that turned out to be really good. That's true. Um, like th- this will be developed by Respawn, so I have no doubt in my mind that it will be a good game. Yeah, it it probably will be. I I hope it is. Um. But just quickly, another game that kind of took me by surprise, but I found really intriguing, was Unknown Nine Awakening. Um, yes, it was that sort one of was interesting. It was definitely like a cinematicy sort of trailer, um, mm. but I was just really interested. I was quite excited by that, and I had no idea what it even was. So when I was watching the footage, I was like, "This could be a really interesting concept." So that's something that sort of took me by surprise, but I'm looking forward to hearing more about in the future. And that, that was everything. God, there's so much. <laughs> I am spent. That's and it for me. I am spent. That was so many. Like, within the span of a week, we had a Nintendo Direct Mini, um, Future Game Show, and Gamescom. We are going to have a lot more. <laughs> there is going to be more, I guarantee it. But, um, whew. Well, any taste for our next song as we catch our breath. Yeah, exactly. We're going to take a bit of a break and listen to some cool tunes. Um, and Jay, you must be excited for this because this is Everybody... I definitely f- am. Of course. This is Everybody Falls from the Fall Guys soundtrack. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. And that was Everybody Falls from the Fall Guys soundtrack. You're listening to Player One on Sin. Um, and so obviously we've spent a lot of the show tonight talking about some really exciting new games coming up. But now we will take a moment to reminisce on some games that we were excited for and disappointed us gravely. 
um, I have one very clear one that comes to mind for me. I think it will always be my most upsetting game of all time. Um, As I've mentioned on the show before, I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. Oh, okay. Exactly. We all know where this is going. Um, I wonder where this is going, yeah. Yeah. The the original trilogy is probably my favourite trilogy of all time. And so as one could imagine, I was very, very excited for Mass Effect Andromeda. I pre- no, here we go. <laughs> I pre-ordered the collector's edition. I spent like oh no, Eleni. I spent like two hundred and fifty dollars on it. I was ready. All of the like, you know, in-game footage that had been released beforehand looked fantastic. Um, and then I bought the game. You know, got it all ready, booted it up. Um, and I have actually never finished the game. Because- <laughs> At release, it was just, it was very much so something out of an Assassin's Creed Unity experience where you couldn't even play the game. And I remember getting to one of the planets and I was trying to do a mission and I couldn't complete it because the game was bugging out too much. It wouldn't let me interact with certain characters. Um, And I was just so upset by that experience that I have never touched the game ever again. And I don't think in my heart of hearts, I ever can and ever will. So I I don't think any game will ever disappoint me more than Mass Effect. So Android. sad and true, so utterly true. Exactly. Um. But yeah, that's my like. There's not even a question. That is absolutely, <laughs> absolutely the game that broke my heart. What about you guys? <laughs> it did break my heart. Mm. Oh no. I know it's okay. <laughs> what are you, Connor? You got a one? Oh, I've got a couple, but I want to hear yours first, Jay. Okay, so I've I said it's for the show. I'm not. I'm like I'm easily, uh, like I'm easily pleased, and I'm very, very, <laughs> very, very, very difficulty difficultly, like, what's what's the word for it? Uh, disappointed. I'm very difficultly disappointed. Like it's not that it's You're really hard to, to disappoint. Do that. Yeah, I I like even Andromeda was fun because of how bad it was. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is crap, and I was like, I love it. <laughs> Like stuff like that. I guess the only one that was like because it's a fan favorite to shit on. Like I, I, I'm only disappointed by it because everyone else is also disappointed by it. And so I kind of at that point was like, okay, I can admit you guys are right. And that's full out seventy six. <laughs> I know. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was disappointed by No Man's Sky, but they fixed it. It's now a playable game. Even though it's it's, it's a, a good game, yeah, it's a good game after already being released. But it's, they got there. Fallout seventy six is never gonna get there. It's never gonna no. be a playable game. They made it's it got screwed up the moment that it it launched. It was the moment it was bad. Um, like they released that the battle royale DLC and they didn't make it seventy six people. That was weird. <laughs> That's a missed opportunity. They made it like fifty three. What a weird. What an odd number. Um. Just all the bugs, early game bugs, late game bugs, bugs that still have yet to be fixed, even though they've been out since like the beginning. Graphical errors that just have not like your computer. It has nothing to do with your computer. Like the game will just bug out, and you can start seeing through the map. And you're like, "Is my computer screwed? Is the, is it my graphics card? No, it's just the game." And it's like, "Come on, Bethesda! Fallout Four was so good. I've played Fallout Four fifty times, fifty million times. I've gotten Kate." 
same with Penny and Stardew Valley. I've gotten Kate the romance section like 50 million times. I've played Fallout 4 50 million times. I've gotten the same ending every time. Same as Witcher. And then Fallout 76 came out and it was just... I was disappointed. Well, I feel like <laughs> Fallout 76 was sort of doomed from the beginning. It, it was a terrible concept. What do you mean? The ad was amazing. But, but, but that's why. <laughs> but that's why I think it was doomed because I remember when they were like announced it, I was under the impression that it was going to be like, you know, like the equivalent to there being like a Fallout 5. Like I thought it was going to be like a really like proper main title entry. Same. That's what I wanted. Yeah, and so I think that they kind of backed themselves into a corner because it obviously wasn't that. But I think a lot of people were going in with that mentality. So then, you know, when it eventually was released, I think the concept threw people off and then it didn't help that it wasn't the greatest game ever. Um, But that's interesting. I have a very controversial opinion, but I actually don't like Fallout 4 at all. I got so bored with that game. Um... I think partly because I'm a huge like Elder Scrolls fan and I sort of like the fantastical world. Um, uh, fantasy over sci-fi issue. Yeah. yeah. And I just, it's like Fallout 4 is a big game and there's a lot of, a lot empty of space, a lot of empty space. Um, but yeah, no, 76 is trash. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah I, I can agree with that. Um, I think of two games. One is sort of minorly disappointing and then the other one's like, man, those nostalgia, those rose-coloured glasses were like in full force back when I was a ute, if you will. And I'll start off with the minor disappointment. And what the great thing about doing recording from home is that I can easily grab the game. Um, I love Deadly Premonition, but I and I enjoy Deadly Premonition too, but it's yeah. disappointing to me. Ah, that's fair. That's fair. No. Yeah. Um, the game runs terribly, especially at launch. It was bad, bad. Um, the store, like the game itself, in Deadly Premonition, it was straight ahead. You are like in the case, you are ready to go, no time to waste. With this, you know, I had to wait a week in game by like, you know, going to bed, like waking up having my character eat food and then go back to bed, wake up my character, go, go eat food. So he doesn't get hungry and then go back to bed for like seven days straight so that I can go to the next main objective because you have to do the main objective at a certain time. (laughs) On top of that, the side quests are kind of crap. Besides the one we have to fix the shower. That one's funny. Um, You got to like, kill a bunch of alligators to unlock the voodoo charm that I didn't, I probably didn't need. Like, okay, cool. Um, this isn't fun. This isn't Deadly Premonition. This isn't what it should be. Um, Deadly Premonition 1 is the better game by far. And it hurts me to say that because Deadly Premonition 2, when you're not focusing on the performance, is not a bad game. It's a good game, but it's a little disappointing. That was that's that's the minor disappointing game. The biggest, oh. however, this is okay. This may cause some controversy here. The main course. Spill the, the tea, Connor. Course. Um, I'm a big Crash Bandicoot fan. Always have been throughout my entire life. 
And the game that I loved back when I was a kid. Okay, cool. Those rose-colored glasses. Um, it like I was super excited when I got this game as a gift because I'm like, holy crap, yeah, I can play this game again. My childhood's back. Sick. Barring a few things that are good about it, um, Crash Bash is actually kind of bad. <laughs> it's actually kind of bad. I love how it's taken you, like, all of this time to realise that maybe it's not the best game. But here's the thing. There are some very good qualities to this game. I would say three, three of the minigames are good. Um, the one where you're on the polar bears or on the ice and you try to nudge people off. That's fun because you're using momentum, physics-based, all that. Um, throwing the one where you throw crates at them, that's fun. That's great. And the almost like four-player pinball. That's cool. Um, Tank Wars is boring. Um, the um, medieval one is just crap. The terrible micro machines racing one controls like crap. Um, the character models look very low quality compared to other crash games. This was this was the first crash game that wasn't made by Naughty Dog, and you could tell straight away that the series is not in the best of hands right now. Instead, it was developed by Eurocom, and it was still published by Universal. Um, this is like. On top of that, they introduced Rilla Roo, um, who has never appeared in another Crash game since Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel as a part of the Grand Prix, which I believe was the, ooh, it was the, like the one with all the lollies, where you have a track that's based around um, lollies and gingerbread. I got so confused. I've been on like an anime grind and a manga grind and you said lollies and I was like, why does Crash Bandicoot have lollies in it? And then you said like, you know, like, like candy and I was like, oh, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, thank God. But Crash Bash is a very, te- it's not a good game. Um, there is some good qualities to it and a Crash Party game can work and definitely not Crash Boom Bang, but the way they executed it was so was so poor. And on top of that, the story mode makes zero sense. Akawaku and Uka Uka being like, hey, I want to fight you. No, we can't fight. That is not allowed. Oh, okay. How about we get people to fight us for each other? Yeah, that works, fam. And then just introduce just a bunch of characters and be like, yo, you have the bad side has too many too many characters. I'm just gonna yoink two from them to make things fair. And I'm like, firstly, Akuaku and Uka, you have already fought each other. Where the ending of Crash Three? Come on. Many, yeah. <laughs> like, really? And you're just gonna and and Uka, Uka is just gonna let. Aku Aku take Tiny Tiger and Dingo Dial and just slap them over with the good side. Like, come on. It's just so dumb. I love I love how fired up you're getting about this. This is not I'm right. Getting, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the red ass about this. I'm, 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 it makes zero sense. I get it. It's a party game. It's not meant to make sense. 
but if you're going to have a good party game, you got to make sure that all your party games are actually good. Preach not just two or three. So that, that's that's why Crash Crash Bash disappointed me. The, the best thing about the game is the intro music and the loading screen music. Music is always the best part about bad games. Let's just be honest. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's always the redeeming feature. It's like the game's horrible, but the music's cool. So I guess it's all right. So I've, uh, I've 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 let out my I've let out this my steam. So yeah, <laughs> that's that's games that disappointed us. Yeah, some surprising ones. I mean, I feel like, actually, no, not really. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, I, I say that. But when we explain, we realize. But, you know, he's hoping that we never have to experience the disappointment we felt playing those games for the first time. Nope, never again. Never Locked again. away those emotions. Exactly. But um, just to cheer up the mood, moving away from our sadness... We're going to head into our next song, and that one is from the Jet Set Radio OST, and it is Funky Dealer, and you are listening to Player One on Sin. And that was Funky Dealer from the Jet Set Radio OST, and you are listening to Player One on Sin. Um, and, and guys, I don't know if you've got any, got any watches on, if you can check the time. No, I don't have any watches on, so I can't do um. it. Nah, my imaginary watch went missing. It yeah, went missing. I got mine in the water. Well, in the water. Interesting. Interesting. In, yep, Not in, the sink. in the sink. In waterproof. the waterproof. In the sink. Now that is oh, upsetting. Well, well, luckily I have all of the watches for us today because I think that looking at my watch, it is top of the hour. And oh. As always, every week, this is the time where we tell you where you can find us on our socials. And if you go to at Player1Sin, you will find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you want to find some awesome written content from the team, you can head to sin.org.au for some awesome pieces by all of us. And of course, we love our podcasts. Everyone loves podcasts. And you can find the Player1 podcast on Omni, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, and as per always as well, we've got our favourite segment on the show, the gaming grudge match coming up. But before we head into that, we're going to head into our next song. And this one is Animal I Have Become by Three Days Grace. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. And that was Animal I Have Become by Three Days Grace. You're listening to Player One on Sin. And Connor, what is our gaming grudge match for? Oh, can, do I get to press the, the button? Oh, yeah, the press the button, Jay. Yeah! Gaming Grudge Match! Heck yeah. <laughs> that was so loud. Press the button. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I miss it so much. Um, yes, our Gaming Grudge Match for this week. The battle of the two Bethesda franchises, which they cannot stop milking. Um, that is The Elder Scrolls versus Fallout. Two games with two massive legacies. And both of them have been crapped on a little bit too much by Bethesda. Now, which one do we prefer? Uh, well, I already know which one Eleni's going to pick. Because yeah. we yeah. just discussed <laughs> yeah. it. Exactly. We, were, we just discussed it. So, yeah, Eleni, we got you. You, you, you love your Elder Scrolls. I do, I do. I just like fantasy in general. Um, How many copies of Skyrim do you have? 
I actually, no, I have two. <laughs> I, I was about to say I only have one, um, but I do have it on the Switch. I have it on the Xbox 360, but on the Switch as well. Um, I just love them. All I want is another Elder Scrolls game. They're, yep. just, they're just not giving it to me. They gave us a JPEG. They had a yeah. little JPEG and it said Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls 5. 6. Oh, yeah, 6, but, sorry. but that's not the game, Jay. I want no, the game. I, don't I want can't the, wait. I don't want the JPEG. I want the game. But yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think yeah, Elder Scrolls for me. Yeah. No, that's fair. I own... I, I did have, at one point, uh, three... Actually, no. Yeah, four copies of the game. Um, one back in the day when I had a 360. Um, right, right. On the PS3. On the ps4 and on the switch oh then yeah you just yeah me too (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say i only had three copies and then i went no wait no yeah four (laughs) (laughs) um but i am more of a fallout fan actually um oh the pressure (laughs) i i personally prefer shooters 50 50 split firstly I'm I'm more of a shooter fan, but also I That's love fair. the aesthetic of Fallout. Yeah. You live in this post-apocalyptic, 19, futuristic 1950s-esque world where music from like the 30s, 40s, and 50s is like the popular stuff. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's so cool. true. <laughs> because like it, it allowed me to, like it, it's also, I like it because it's also my introduction to like Frank Sinatra um Cole Porter um and so many others uh, I, I'm oh, and Billy Holiday I like Billy Holiday but like I, I like the music of the game I love the aesthetic of the game I love the world of Fallout damn it uh it's a 50-50 split and I'm yeah so, you're, you're the deciding one but I can't. Fallout 4 is so good in the soundtrack. And well, and Fallout 3 and Fallout New Vegas, they're all so good. Oh, and yes. Skyrim's oh. also so good. <laughs> but do you have the Spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle? No, I... Uh, the big iron on is here. Yeah, no, uh, that's a good yep. song. Um, but no, they're both so good because... I love I love Dungeons and Dragons. To the end of this earth, I will go to play another campaign of Dungeons and Dragons in my time of lockdown. But no one's free. And Skyrim is just like streamlined Dungeons and it's like the exact same thing. Same like you get the you get more choices and you get like those dialogue choices. You can oh god ah ah god they're so they're both so good. And the problem I'm having the reason okay this look, is great. if I if I gun to my head. The reason I'm picking Skyrim is because we're oh. taking into we're taking into account all of the games, the series Fallout yes. versus Skyrim, and Fallout One was all right, but I've seen it and I'm like, this isn't the type of game I like. Whereas, the, like the first couple of Skyrims, like Oblivion and Morrowind, those were bangers. Those were so good. And then you go, you cut to now, and it's like it's Skyrim, it's Elder Scrolls Five versus Fallout Four. And we're just gonna we are all gonna ignore seventy six and Elder Scrolls Online. Those are both sh- the crap. But then, like, if you weigh them together, seventy six is so much worse than Elder Scrolls Online. So I have yep. to give it to Elder Scrolls Online. So that makes me like give it to Elder Scrolls. Like I have to give it to Elder Scrolls just because of um, the whole I'm, series. I'm basing my Fallout pick on Fallout Three, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout Four, 
Great. And Fallout Shelter, which I think is actually a good <laughs> That's mobile also a good game. game. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that yeah. is that that is it for our gaming grudge match. Unfortunately, Facebook has been a bit of a bum to us. Um, you know, it won't it won't let me upload the poll. So we've put up we're going to be putting up a straw poll. So go to the little link down there, and we'll be posting the uh, gaming grudge match also up on our Twitter. So you get to vote twice. Get to get to get to vote two times if you want. So go check them out. And uh, we'll go heading into our next song. Jay, what's our next song? Our next song is Life is Beautiful. Oh, look at this. Deadly Premonition coming back up. Life is Ooh, Beautiful. I wonder why. From the Deadly Premonition original soundtrack. You're here with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. And you're listening to Player One on Sin. And welcome back. What you just heard was Life is Beautiful from the Deadly Premonition original soundtrack. You're here with Jay, Connor, and Eleni on Player One. What, what? How's up going? How's it going, every guys? Good. How's it going, Good. every guys? That's what I just said. Yeah. You, you, yeah, we're good. Keep it rolling. <laughs> we'll do it live. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about games. This time, we've talked about games that disappointed us. And now, inverse, and my preferred topic, games that exceeded our expectations. Because those are cool. Well, funnily enough, I've got one from the same <laughs> series as I talked about, that being Deadly Premonition. Um, I recently replayed this game um, last week in my week off. Not only have I been playing Deadly Premonition 2 and all that, but I also replayed Deadly Premonition Origins. Um, I love this game so much. <laughs> I had so I got this when it was on sale and I had zero expectations coming into it. I knew it was a weird game that you either gave it a zero out of ten or a nine out of ten. This game's a ten out of ten. I love this game so much. I freaking love it. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, it's dumb, it's stupid, it makes zero sense. Francis York Morgan is just oblivious. But I freaking love the game. The story, the characters, the dialogue. Um, the actual shooting of the game is actually very good. I was very impressed by that. Um, God, I love Deadly Premonition so much. And the second game that I also pick, um, uh, Catherine, Full Body. Um, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I'd heard this was a good game. I had been meaning to play it for quite some time. Not because it's got oh, hoo, hoo, naughty bits, hoo, 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 sex, hoo, 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 all the naughty bits. Um, it's actually a very good game. The story is just funny. It's, an, it's entertaining. You, you know, depending on how, like, which path you take, you feel for the characters in like one of its 13 endings. Um, on my first playthrough, I got the good ending. I got the really good ending, which I'm like, yes! Yeah. All my decisions have led to good so, in the world. And then eventually when I replay this, I'm going to go for the complete opposite and go oh, for the really the bad succubus. ending. Yes. Ah, yeah. So I'm going to go for the completely bad ending. It's a it's fun a good game. Ending. It's a wholesome ending, the bad one. Like, funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, the, the puzzles in this game, the puzzle rooms are both fun and challenging at the same time. Um, 
The story is great. The interactivity is fun. Um, the online multiplayer, this actually does have online multiplayer, um, though it is a little bit lag diddly ag at times. It's really good. Lag I like diddly ag. It. Yeah, <laughs> man. Um, you're welcome. You're welcome, uh, neighborino. But um, <laughs> this is really good. I love Catherine Full Body, and those are going to be my two games that exceeded my own expectations. Nice. See, this one's so much better than Disappointment. It's so much more wholesome. Yeah. It's just is... complimenting a game. Exactly. This is what the whole show should be. Um, yeah. But I might say some of mine, because I've got a couple. Um, my, my first one would be Life is Strange. Um, oh. I, I sort of just bought it on a whim. It was, like, really cheap on the PlayStation Store. And I just bought it because I sort of love those... Um, you know, like RPG sort of, you know, maker and adventure kind of games. Um, and then I played it and it wasn't at all what I was expecting it to be in the best way possible. I thought the storyline was really unique. Um, I really loved the characters. And then for anyone who plays it, obviously it takes quite a dark turn at the end. Um, but that was one game that has become one of my favorites and was just completely bought just out of nowhere. Um, another one I love is... Um, Until Dawn, and I think I was really excited for That's the game. Scary, love Until Dawn. Yeah, yeah. Good, good and scary. Yeah, good actors and, too. Well, exactly. I think that was why it exceeded my expectations because I saw the cast, and so I had quite high expectations going into it, anyways. Just because I loved every single person that was, you know, yeah. vo- voicing and doing the mocap and everything. Um, but it's just such an awesome game. It's literally you know, like a horror film, but you get to control it. And I play it so often, you know, I've made lots of my friends who don't even play video games. I've gotten them to play it and they just think it's the most entertaining and terrifying thing ever. Um, but I think my, my number one game that exceeded my expectations was actually The Witcher 3. Um, because I had never heard of the Witcher series at all. What? I know. Well, when I explain, you'll see why. Because I had never heard of the Witcher before that game came out. And then it came out, you know, getting critical acclaim. Everyone loved it. And so then um, my brother and I just bought it because everyone was playing it. And then I immediately fell in love with everything about the Witcher. I played the third one. I destroyed that game so many times. And then that led to me replaying um playing the second game the first game and then reading all of the books so i think that that one exceeded my expectations because then it's literally become like one of my favorite fantasy series of all time so that one was just like you know it really changed my life the witcher 3 so cheers but yeah what about you oh that's so awesome yeah thank you um yeah i've got like you know just one game probably haven't heard of it Probably, probably haven't really heard of it. Um, Crash Boom Bang, boys and girls. Crash Boom Bang. What? Best game in the world. I thought it was bad going in and it just exceeded my expectations by so much. Oh, my God. Oh. Bruh. Bruh. Such a good game. What? what? <laughs> That's a serious answer. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Drop the mic. I'm I'm not mad, but I'm very disappointed. Then I'm not doing my job right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Besides that, there's one other game. It was it, when I bought it. It was it was free. I didn't buy it. 
Um, but the, I got it in the early. What's before beta? It was like before beta. It was alpha, I think is the word that you'd use before the beta. Correct. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was pre-alpha and then it went into alpha and now it's in beta. And I played the shiitake mushrooms out of that game with all of my friends. It's called Prop and Seek and it has the Counter-Strike logo on it. Like it's so clearly ripped off from the Counter-Strike. Same font, same logo. And it's a, it's a prop hunt like game called Prop and Seek. And when it came out, no one played it. There was no servers. It was just the only server present was me and my friends who were playing on our server, like the, the, the local server. And uh, now you go on there and there's like a hundred servers and they have a competitive mode and stuff like that. So I'm really proud of like looking how, how much the game has grown over time. And it, I went in expecting absolutely nothing. I went in expecting a really choppy, choppy game, but I came out the other end with a surprisingly competent, prop and seek game still not great but it's not even out of beta yet so it definitely exceeded my expectations and my friend and my all my friends expectations so yeah i've got 20 hours in it now it's pretty good good man good man i like that yeah but uh you know jay what, what's coming up next on our song list coming up next on player one is St- is that Stace, the original Stacy's Mum by Bowling for Soup, or is that a cover? That, that, I believe that is the original. That's the original. I was speaking about this song like an hour ago. That's insane. The coincidences. It's a small world, guys. It's a small world. Yeah. Really uh, fine, Jay. I, it's creepy. You're an esper. Coming up next on Player One is Stacy's Mum by Bowling for Soup. You're listening to Player One on Sin. And. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. You're here with Jay, Connor, and Eleni. What you just heard was Stacy's Mum by Bowling for Soup. Absolute classic and a bop. Not to mention one of the best songs in the world. Uh, <laughs> we just talked about how games have exceeded our expectations. And now uh, we're moving on to another amazing game series. It's the Ratchet and Clank games. And just want to you know, put it out there. What are your guys' favorite Ratchet and Clank games? Well, I'm going to throw this just to you guys because I have only ever played a demo of Ratchet and Clank 2 and I don't remember Aww. any of it. So that, I'm throwing it straight to you guys. Wow, I, I, I expected you to be like, yeah, this is my favorite game. Yeah. You, you, haven't, you haven't played any of them? Well, wow, wow. this is surprising. Yeah, yeah. I have not. I have not. Well, uh, what about you, Eleni? You got a favorite? Um, yeah, I do. Mine's quite an unconventional favorite, actually. And whenever I tell, like, one of my best friends, he loves Ratchet and Clank. And when I cite this as my favorite game, he gets so upset at me. <laughs> um, mainly because it sort of is like a spin-off game in the series. But I love um, Ratchet Gladiator. Um, it came out, I think, in, like, the mid-2000s. And it's just, like, the most hilarious game ever. It's just, like, you know everything you want from a Ratchet and Clank game, but then there's, like, this hilarious, like, storyline with, like, you're a TV contestant. It's just so funny. Um, and I think because I grew up playing it um, on the PS2, I really, <laughs> like, I love all Ratchet and Clank games, but for some reason, that is my absolute favourite. And everyone who loves Ratchet and Clank and knows me is so disappointed that that is my favourite game. But it's Ratchet Gladiator. That's hundred percent by choice. What about you, Jay? I can't remember the name of the game, 
but I've played most of the Ratchet and Clank games, so it's kind of escaped me in between the, the kerfuffle. But I used to have twin cousins. They were the best, Will and Joe. Shout out to you guys. And we used to play this one Ratchet and Clank game that had a versus mode where you had like basically the, like, this huge map and random guns from the arsenal were all around the map and you could pick them up and shoot each other. And it was like, it was like a, a 1v1v1v1 situation where you would just fight it out and whoever, whoever died last won. It was, so it was really fun. Like, holy heck, that was fun. And you could do the polymorph gun. You could turn someone into a sheep and then you would just have to run. Because you're like, what do you do? I'm a sheep. Like, I can't fight back. So you get turned into a sheep. You have to run. And, they sh- and we ever- as soon as someone turns into a sheep, you gang up on them. Like, kill the sheep. And uh, that, uh, that's something I, w- I thought I would never say. Kill the sheep. Um, but yeah, it's a great game. I can't remember the name of it for the life of me. If, if, if that doesn't count, because I can't remember the name of it, Ratchet and Clank Remastered, of course. They did such a good job remastering it. Oh my gosh. They- that was one of the best remasters of a game in my opinion ever like it was just, they did really well adding new stuff to the game that wasn't in the first one and also keeping on like with the story and the old school feel and like you could you, you could throw the boogie ball down the boogie bomb and like m- enemy monsters would dance and bosses would dance like oh. final final bosses like literally final like bosses that end the game would dance to your dumb music that's playing it's so good Definitely, definitely. Um, it's just such a classic series, but yeah. It is a, a classic. It is a classic, for sure. But yeah, if anyone knows the name of that game, I'm all ears, because I want to buy it and play it. And I don't remember, I think it was maybe PlayStation 3 or 2 era, but it was good. It was a good little multiplayer fun game. Not as good as Crash Boom Bang, but it was alright. So, we're going to move on to the next song. Final song. And then we'll have our closing statements. But uh, this song, I actually love this band because they did a really good cover of Sound of Silence. Uh, It's Asylum by Disturbed. You're listening to Player One on Sin. Play music, blah, 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 blah. Welcome back to Player One on Sin. You're here with Jay, Connor, and Lenny. What you just heard was Asylum by Disturbed. And it's kind of sad, guys, but we're reaching the end of the episode. Oh, no. oh, oh man oh man come on guys i pretend to look at my imaginary watch that's not there and and realize that yeah no it's uh it's quarter past a freckle so Aww. we're yeah unfortunately it means that we're gonna be uh closing up shop um any final words guys eleni got any final closing statements um i mean my final closing statements they're always the same guys and all it is is just to stay safe stay healthy everyone during these times play lots of video games as we went over at the beginning of the episode we've got some awesome releases coming out this week surely pick up marvel's avengers um and prove connor wrong that it's not just (laughs) a beat-em-up but yeah that's that's all i've got just stay safe well i guess uh my closing statements are pretty simple same uh, not this. I don't have a, a, the same thing that I do every time, but I'm gonna make it now. This is my, this is my statement, guys, and you'll hear it every time I ever make one in the future ever. This is this is it. This is I'm cementing. This is Jay's quote. All right. What's up, guys and Gal Gadats? Thank you for listening to our show. 
stay safe during these troublesome times and uh, Crash Boom Bang is the best game ever invented. Whoa, guys, that's all we got for today. <laughs> Sorry, just... <laughs> Thank you guys um, for listening to our show. <laughs> I'm not mad, but I'm, I'm just very disappointed in you, Well, you're going to hear it um, every time. <laughs> Dear God, no. Maybe I should take more weeks off. <laughs> but um, no, one thing that you'll never be disappointed in is the Player One podcast. Go check it out on Omni, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all those great places where you can listen to extended segments, reviews, and interviews. Well, not interviews, but more so reviews nowadays. But all great stuff in my opinion if you ask me soon we're gonna have a little cheeky doom 3 review up um I, i'm not looking at myself but uh yeah let's get ju- jump right onto the doom 3 bandwagon and if you want to check us out on social media go check us out on twitter facebook instagram at player one sin and uh yeah that's that's all the time reggie has for us so everyone have a fantastic week and we'll see you next week on player one Bye. Please. <laughs>